This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Anyway, let's move on. The story we talked about yesterday, and this has been getting a lot more attention. Well, really, I guess, since the uh, Cleveland Indians advanced to the American League Championship Series, which ensured they'd be coming to Canada to face the Toronto Blue Jays. And renewed focus on that particular sports name and that team's logo and others like it in sports. And it's a conversation that has even uh, now, I think, uh, involved the Edmonton Eskimos and whether that's an appropriate name. Uh, One response to this was to go to court. A prominent Aboriginal activist uh, in Canada by the name of Douglas Cardinal filed a court injunction in Ontario to try to prevent the Cleveland Indians from identifying themselves as such while in Canada or using their logo. Now, that injunction was unsuccessful. The team did play uh, in Toronto last night. They'll play again there today. And uh, depending how things go, that might be the last uh, we see of them in Canada for some time. But I wanted to find out a bit more about the legal principles at play here. I think a lot of people have opinions on whether that's an appropriate name and logo. Uh, but joining us on the line, one of the lawyers uh, representing Douglas Cardinal, Paul Eric Veal, uh, joins us on the line here. Paul, good afternoon. Hi, Rob. How are you? I'm doing well. So... What, where, where does the case stand? The, the injunction was rejected yesterday, as I understand it, but where, where are things at now? That's right. So the injunction was rejected yesterday, and all we know is that it wasn't granted. Uh, the court is going to be giving us reasons for that down the line. We don't have those right now. Beyond that, uh, there are still two separate proceedings that are going to take some time to unfold. One is a complaint to the Canadian Human Rights Commission, And the other one is an application to the Ontario Human Rights Tribunal, both dealing with the same issue through a much longer process. Okay. So why is this then a a legal issue or a matter for the courts to deal with? Well, in our view, it's a legal issue because of the protections in two very important statutes, the Ontario Human Rights Code and and the Canadian Human Rights Act. And each of those statutes prohibits discrimination in the provision of a service. So what our position was on this injunction and will be in the application is that, you know, we're not saying that fans out there can't use a particular name and you can't go out and and use a particular logo if you're simply a fan. But when you're providing the service of a baseball game, both in person and in broadcast, you have to do so in a way that everyone can equally access it. And, and in our view and in the view of a lot of Indigenous people, uh, the, name, the team name and the logo are discriminatory uh, against those people and means that they can't enjoy and experience the game in the same way as other people can. Right. Is it, though, uh, also a freedom of speech issue? that that's what the team is called and the name doesn't break any of our our hate speech laws. You're quite right. The name doesn't break any of our hate speech laws. And if this were just a question of, uh, you know, a fan, you and I walking down the street having a conversation, I would be the first to admit that no one could stop us from referring to the team name in that context. And quite frankly, nor should they be able to. In private speech and even in public speech, we can't and shouldn't do that. But when we're when there's a body that's providing a service or providing employment to people, for example, there's different obligations that come with that. And one of those obligations is to make sure 
that everyone who would be accessing that service or employment has an equal right to participate in it. All right. Well, and the game was last night. There was, I I suppose, then some some urgency to the application, which is why arguments were held yesterday. So what, I mean, if the injunction had been successful, does that mean that the game would have been canceled last night? No, and that's not what we were seeking. And what what our position to the court was is that we had to be practical about these things. So we were really asking for a couple of particular types of relief. So uh, the first really was to deal with the uniform. So uh, if you've seen them, there are certain versions of both, both the hat that the Cleveland players wear and also their jerseys that contain Chief Wahoo, which is a, a logo that most people are probably familiar with when they watch these games and the name Cleveland Indians. And there are other versions of those that don't. And so our request was that they uh, be ordered to play in versions of those uniforms that don't contain the offending name or logo. And then similarly, to the extent that Rogers had control over uh, the broadcast or what was displayed in the Rogers Center, we asked that the name and the logo not be displayed in those contexts. And is it displayed on their away jerseys? I know their their hats have just the C on it. It says Cleveland uh, across the front of the jersey. Yep, correct, correct. So uh, the, the, the issue is, you know, there's a number of variety of jerseys, but what there was evidence of before the court is that there are there's a version of the jersey, and it's the version that they used at spring training that didn't have either the uh, the offending name or the logo anywhere on it. It just said Cleveland on it. So in our view, that would have been an appropriate thing for them to wear at the game. Now, part of the argument that, that was made by well by Major League Baseball by by Rogers as well is that uh, Mr. Cardinal. Um, has been long aware that this team exists and it's that's what it's called and that's what their logo is and the team has played in Toronto many times and in fact as last night's game was being played uh, Mr. Cardinal is not even in the country. Yep, that's right. So were those uh, relevant points, do you think? Well, so a couple of things about that. So first of all, it's that we have to recognize the unique platform that comes from Cleveland playing in the ALCS. So this is the first time that Cleveland and Toronto have ever played in the ALCS, and there was a lot of evidence before the court about the unprecedented viewership that comes from those two teams playing in this context. So in terms of the question of, well, why is this such a problem all of a sudden? It's that particular unique context. So that's the first point. The second point I'd say is is that there are a lot of discriminatory things that happen in society until someone comes along to take a stand and challenge those. And this was the point at which Douglas Cardinal chose to do so. Uh, You know, as I'm sure you and a lot of the listeners have seen, there's been a lot of debate in the last week over the Cleveland team name and logo, largely prompted from the fact that Toronto and Cleveland would be playing in the ALCS. So uh, I don't find it surprising or unusual at all that this is what would have prompted the request now. All right. So uh, this has certainly raised awareness, which I, I, I do understand was part of what Mr. Cardinal was trying to accomplish here. So where does this all go now? Well, first off, uh, there is still the, uh, the application and the complaint that I, that I uh, mentioned a few minutes ago. So those are ongoing. But uh, beyond that, I think Mr. Cardinal, uh, I, I think he would 
I think certainly he and many other indigenous uh, indigenous people across Canada would welcome an ongoing dialogue about how to best uh, deal with these issues. You know, one way of dealing with them is as we tried to do yesterday and as we're going to be doing on an ongoing basis through the courts and through uh, through administrative tribunals. But another way is to have that conversation on an ongoing basis and to the extent that that's something that can happen going forward, I think that would be great for everyone. All right. Well, we'll see what happens from here. Paul, thanks for taking a few minutes for us today. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. All right. That's uh, Paul Eric Veal, uh, one of the attorneys representing uh, Douglas Cardinal in this uh, injunction yesterday, which was denied by the judge. Uh, But he's going to still continue to fight this and try to raise awareness about it, uh, which is his right to do. Right. I mean, um, Cleveland is free to call their baseball team what they want to call it, and people are free to decide whether uh, they like it, whether they want to buy the team's merchandise or go to watch the team. The point about the logo, I'm certainly more sympathetic to. You know, the big smiling face, the red skin, is very much a caricature. And I think even the team has realized that. They really de-emphasized the logo in recent years. Now, the team has been called the Indians for about 100 years now. In fact, from the late 1890s up until 1915, it actually went through several different names. Apparently, the name Indians stuck because uh, there was uh, an Aboriginal player on the team at the time. And it kind of became a nickname for the team, which is odd, but that's, that's where it came from. And it's stuck since then. 403-974-8255 is our number. You can call us. You can text us. Let's take a break, and we'll come back. And your thoughts on the fact that this has gone to court to try to stop them from calling themselves that. That was unsuccessful. I don't think the courts are the place to, to resolve this. But if enough people want to bring pressure to bear on the team to say, look, stop calling yourselves that, and maybe they'll relent. But we got a few other points to make here as well, and uh, already the phone board's starting to fill up. So let's take a break. We'll come back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.